we're live. Let's go! It's 5.30, no, that means it's time for Rubbin' Rackets Live. What? Uh, nope, that's not it, Rackets. Oh, I'm Stay still at work. Cash. I was like, damn, dude, I'm here. Well, why am I here still late? Mm. Stay cashing, show. Uh, mm. Where's Tommy G? Who knows? Where in the world is Tommy G? We don't know. Ev, do you know? I don't know. No one knows. He was all fucked up yesterday. High as hell. In the chat. And then he just disappeared. <laughs> at like 11 o'clock and that was it so we don't know where he is maybe he's hanging out with spongebob in bikini bottom <laughs> maybe i mean <laughs> it is uh <laughs> it is disgusting in new jersey again another humid overcast disgusting day bro um last night i went and cut the grass outside later in the day because it was just too hot Still, I get inside, I'm dripping. I could have just wrung my worst. shirt out, bro. It was That's so the fucking dripping. worst. It is yeah, such I... a nice day here today. Like, it's fucking beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And when uh, I called Tommy at like 6.30, he's like, oh, we're in the voice chat. I sat in this chair for like two hours, buck naked. Oh. So, you should have told everybody on the chat. I did. I, told oh, you... <laughs> I was like, guys, for the last two hours, I've been naked. That's no a great visual. Yeah, no one knew. <laughs> So you guys could just picture that me just hanging out right here, facing the fan in the air, blowing on me, and I was naked. With his goes. nuts just stuck right to the chair. Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are we? Uh, what's going on, Ev? Anything in sports? I look. There's really not much. Yeah. Going on. Um, I guess Arizona took the claws out of Kyler's contract because he was getting bullied. Oh, too many people were making fun of him. Bro, oh. I mean. Of course. Poor Kyler. Poor Kyler. Can't do his job, and now he's getting made fun of for it. I mean, Rackets, that's so stupid. I mean, well, and, and the fact that it was someone had to put that in there is a disgrace. The fact that it was in there in the first place doesn't matter if it was removed or not. Like, it's, yeah. it was there, and they defined each one of those things that they were talking about. Like, you would be fucking defining it in a textbook. Like, <laughs> like they I were wonder, not fucking around with him. I wonder if that's in everybody's contract, but it was just not made no way. Like, public. No, no, no way. way. Yeah. Well, that's just, it makes him look so bad. I think imagine they probably. Peyton Manning, uh, imagine Peyton Manning signing a contract 10 years ago that said that he had to watch film. Yeah. Like, just imagine that, dude. It's probably still in there somewhere. Like, they made like a verbal agreement or something because there's, they put that in there for a reason, clearly. Yeah. I mean, listen, it just makes him look bad. Uh, but they still signed him, right? My thing is, is he's good for six, six wins in a row. Whether it be in the beginning, whether it, whatever happens, I don't. They have a rough schedule in the beginnings. Tommy said so. I don't know, but he's good for like six in a row somewhere, um, and then he just falls apart. I don't know why, um, but that's him. Uh, anything else, Ev? Uh, two more things. DK Metcalf signed an extension, three years, seventy-two million. Um, why? D. Uh, yeah, Drew Lockett. Drew Lockett. Why? Drew Lock. Why? To, to hang out there and make $73 million. I mean, that's, that's basically what he's doing. I mean, they're saying... Dude, Maybe he likes smoking weed in Seattle. They're saying that team could have the worst record in football. Easily. Possibly. Oh, easily. So, uh, why... Uh, I mean, when when these guys sign for these on these teams, like, it just... I don't know. I just get, like... I'm like, why? Like, you just don't care? You don't want to win? Yeah, like, it's, it's miserable. Money. Yeah. I mean, it's... But he... Uh, Maybe he's, he's signing out. it and just hoping he's getting traded at some point. Maybe he, he'll get traded. There's they'll have a fire sale midseason when they realize they're dog shit. Yeah, I mean they're they're going to be very bad. Like that team's going to. What be if, here's the thing? Here's the thing though. What if uh, what if they make a move on Jimmy? Mm, I still I could. I mean they're not going to be good, but he would be good. DK would be good with him. Mm. He's also competing with Lockett too, so. Yeah, yeah, I just don't think that team's any good. No, I don't dog shit. they shouldn't even make a move for him. I wouldn't even go after Jimmy. It's just, just start over, you know, re redo it, start over, rebuild, get some guys in the draft next year or something, have a shitty season, rebuild. That's all you can do. I mean, they're just they're, they're like I said, they might have the worst, uh, worst. Record in the league. Easily. So, 
Yeah. Scotty said it only takes one year to turn it around in the NFL. Well, you have not seen the Jets, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> or the Giants. Yeah. They're thinking about getting Garoppolo, too, apparently. Well, I mean, they have no one else. I Daniel mean, they, Jones. They're, they're, Jones is gone. Like, this is probably his last year. Easy. The Easily. He's not, not going to be there anymore. Um, whether he gets a starting job somewhere else might be a fill-in somewhere until they get something. It just sucks. Like when you're a young quarterback and you get drafted by shitty teams, your 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 career's over. That's why like Peyton Manning, um oh no, Eli was it Peyton or Eli who, who got drafted? I forget. And then they I didn't think it was Eli and to it the Chargers. Eli, right? Eli yeah. went wanted yeah. to go to, he was supposed to go to the Chargers. And then he was like, No, he got I'm drafted not by going the Chargers. Yeah. So that's why like because his dad knew and people knew, like, you, you go to these teams, they can just keep franchising you. And by the time you're out of there, you're five years into your career, and you, you're just, you're done. Unless someone, like, gives you a shot as a starter again. But by then, I mean, you have bad habits. They never fixed his fumbling problem. Um, so he's just, the Giants are just going to get rid of him, and he never got to work on anything. Yeah. And Darnold was the same way. He looked okay in Carolina last year at the beginning of the year, and then if it all fell apart for him, but he looked better in Carolina than he ever looked with the Jets. That's yeah, a gay's problem. Mm. I mean, look at Josh Rosen. He's been on more teams than he's been in the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's another one. His yeah. career's all over. He's been on like seven teams already. Yeah, um, he'll just be like a bounce around for a couple more years as a backup or something, and then once enough quarterbacks come into the league, he'll be pushed out. Yep. That's how it goes. It's fun. It's crazy. You get on a bad team, you're done. NBA, you can survive. Other places, NFL, you're done. You're done. MLB, you could survive. Um, but NFL, you get on some shitty team and you're a quarterback like that, you're done. You're, 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 it's over for you. Um, what else? Uh, before we get to the last piece of news, we have 95 people in here and only 45 likes. What the hell is oh up with that? How is that possible? This should just be automatic. We have to tell you this every time. Just come in here. And then you're done. That's it. Click the goddamn button. Uh, but as for news, Micah Hyde apparently just got carted off uh, at training camp. Mm. Second, third, fourth day, whatever it is. Uh, so that's a big hit to the Bills defense. Not good for the Buffalo Bills, no. I mean, Rackets, that's your, uh, that's your town, your hometown. They're, they were just talking about it 20, 15, 20 minutes on the radio. I, I had to turn it off. I was like, I, I'm, I, it's too early for this stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, listen. Everybody wants football, and then when football comes, everyone's like, "Oh, this product is so shit." Like, By week two, everyone's like, "Oh, fuck this game. This shit sucks." I remember why I hated it. Like, uh, and then and then next year it's gonna be even worse when we watch it because it's gonna be on a streaming service. It's yeah, not it's gonna be TV really. Anymore. You're gonna, Bill Rupp's gonna know what it's like to fucking have to try to predict what's gonna happen two plays ahead oh, of time on the streams. Awful. Awful. DirecTV lost a contract, so it's going to be on like Apple TV or Amazon Prime, one of these things. And like we saw yesterday when it was on streaming on something, one of the baseball games, it's a whole like strike or two behind. Sometimes it's two, three full pitches. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be like a whole play in the NFL. Like we're going to have a touchdown. And when you're live betting, it's important. And everyone's like, oh, I don't want to know what happens. But if you're live betting and I'm sitting here, oh, shit, I've got, we got to hit this. You got to say it. You have to play it like live betting tennis. And it's literally just watching the line to anticipate what's going to happen. Because if you're seeing it, the line is already gone. Like, and yeah. that's, it, it sucks, but it's just the way it is. Yep. Like, even on even on baseball, like, when you're watching it, like, on TV, you could see it. The line will move first before they put up the score. But then the pitch will happen, and it's only like a maybe like a two three second delay. Exactly. Now, like in in tennis, though, like it could be it's sometimes the, it, because the games go so fast, the points are so fast that sometimes it's three four points behind. It could be a full game behind that what you're watching on TV, and you're like, holy shit, dude! Like, let me go hit this line, and then it's fucking gone. Like it's been gone for 30, 30 40 seconds by that point. Yeah. Look how bad red zone's gonna be. I mean, it was bad. Now we're seeing stuff yep. an hour later. Now wait until that. Wait until that. Bill, do you think uh, uh, Faction Duel is behind this? It may be. They are always the ones that lock first. So They do. They know everything that goes on. They're trying to take all, the, all the live disgusting. better winners out of it. They, are, they weren't right yesterday, though, on the Ben Attendee. I mean, that guy just shit the bed. 
I mean, but listen, he wasn't the only one. The Yankees, no, the, the Yankees, game. Yankees offense, man. The, if if Judge is not hitting the ball, they're not scoring, and it's it, it's crazy because they're leading the baseball in runs. But with Stanton on the IL, where else is the power coming from? Rizzo hasn't hit one in, a, in a, like a week. Uh, if he, if they're if Judge isn't hitting, they don't they don't score. Yeah, it's crazy. Judge single handedly beat Baltimore for them the entire weekend. If the Judge didn't homer, Baltimore sweeps them. Yeah, it's crazy. He uh. <laughs> the best part of that team by far. Uh, if he wasn't there, they would be mediocre. They would just be not like mediocre. You know, you know they would they wouldn't be fun at all to watch. And a lot of times now they're not fun. Um, Dude, I, a, I why do you think I yesterday? What's that? That was a disgrace yesterday to score one run to go to the bottom of the ninth, or and and have. And have a uh, it be zero zero. The day that they traded for Ben Intendi, you still end up with Hicks and Gallo in the lineup. How? Uh, uh, what's going on, guys? Like, is this is this Aaron Boone saying like trying to send a message to the front office? Like, these are the guys that you're giving me, and I'm playing, and I'm going to play them. Or like, th- like the other day when uh, when he pinch hit uh, I- for IKF with Gallo. In the post game post game conference, he said, "I was we weren't looking for the hit; we were looking for a walk." Like, is that a shot at Cashman, or is that Boone just being a complete fucking idiot? Because it could go both ways. Mm. Yeah, listen, I mean, does getting Ben Attendee mean we're not going to get Soto? I don't know. Ben Ben Attendee looked like he fit right in with his zero for four last night. I don't. I mean, well, you can say the guy bats 308 or 318, whatever, but he did it in Kansas City where, like, nobody's fucking watching him. No, there's no pressure on it. I understand he came from Boston and he was a good player in Boston with the, the World Series. Uh, he's gone through it all, the veteran thing. I get it. I understand that. But, like, he's never had to be, a, like, a, the guy. And, like, he doesn't have to be the guy here. But if you're going to bat him leadoff, he's got to do something. If he's going to be in front of Judge, he's got to do something. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, that was a lot of pressure on him yesterday. Especially going against his old team, you know, batting. But it wasn't just him, so you can't blame him yesterday for that over four because the whole team didn't hit. They had one hit, right, going into like the eighth yeah. inning or something. So you can't blame them. They're minus four hundred today, which is disgusting. No baseball team should be minus four hundred in gambling. Don't guys, parlay them, guys. Don't, don't do it. Them. Don't parlay them, guys. Don't take the Yankees today. It's not worth it. If you want to hit them live or something, down a couple runs, that's fine. You'll get them even money or something like that. But do not pay the minus 400. Don't do it. Cole's pitching. He does tend to give up the home run. Um, But, I mean, you got to look on the other hand, Rackets. Kansas City hasn't scored a run in three games. Yeah. That lineup with my my boy Bobby Witt out of there is awful. What's now the total Witt, on that game today? Is it like what seven and a half, something like that? Now eight? Witt and Ben Attendee, eight and a half. Now Witt and Ben Attendee aren't in the lineup because Witt has a hamstring. Ben Attendee's on the Yankee. That just makes them worse. Yep. And they can't score a run. Under eight and a half looks good. That I think that line's too high. I mean, it's so scary though because the Yankees could just pour it on today. The, the Yankees know. could do it by themselves, yeah. But if if we're playing. Judge was hot over the weekend. He like he like I said he he basically swept Baltimore by himself, um, or he would have. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I that yeah, that team scares me. All right, so we got uh, that's it right after the headlines. Nothing else. Yeah, right? that's all we got. Yeah, there wasn't much going on. The live golf shit was uh, they're protesting Trump because of the Saudis, and now I see tweets going on that. Trump could get arrested for using the presidential seal at the golf tournament because because of uh, the Saudi thing. It's so stupid. I this mean, shit is dumb. Jesus Christ, guys. Um, so yeah, listen, I, mean, I mean, I understand. I understand nine eleven. You know, um, I had a couple <laughs> friends and stuff. You know, lost their parents there. It was tragic. But this is like, guy, like, come on. I mean, like, why are we talking? Like, why is it being brought up twenty years later? I mean, like, in Trump, like, this has anything to do with that? Like, we don't. Yeah. Even know. I mean, I, don't I feel know. like Tommy would say otherwise, but yeah, he probably. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I saw Brooks Kepka was 
golfing with Trump the other day as well. So they're boys. Well, they're making a lot of money over there. They're Playing giving out a lot of money too. Yeah, listen, they got it. Well, Saudis, they got it, bro. They got that oil money. They're rich as hell over there. You know, they're just 100%. recycling this money. It's just didn't they wondered. Didn't they give like Charles Barkley a contract too? Didn't I see that? He 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 backed out. Oh, he backed out of it. Yeah, yeah he's staying, staying with uh, TBS or TNT, whatever that is. There's like reports that they allegedly offered Tiger a billion dollars to yeah, go to live. I heard, I heard they offered him a shitload, and he said no. Well, Tiger can say no because he has that money. Tiger's yeah, Tiger's got all that Nike money for the last twenty five. Exactly years. like Jordan. So he's set. Tiger's set. So he's allowed to say no. But these other golfers, like you know, the golfers, they, they need money. Like money is money, bro. Like you're gonna go. Can I go to one league and get paid all this money? Well, I can go to another league and not. So, I don't see why they don't. Phil Mickelson took it like a fucking Bovada free bet. Like, he's like oh, I can just, I can just move over this thing, get a fucking deposit bonus. Let's go, baby. He's a fucking gambler like us. So I love it. He was all over that shit. You know that money went right into his gambling account. Hundred percent. He's like, fuck it, dude. He's like, I'm gonna play this shit, play this shit out of pocket. Paid his bookies, paid off the casinos where he has markers at and everything. He's like, Fuck I'm yeah. starting new. Give me a new marker. <laughs> he got markers in Vegas, Atlantic City. He's good now, bro. He's good. Fuck. All right, Rackets, let's jump into this baseball slate today, which you said it before. It's not. I don't good. like it. Um, it wasn't great yesterday. No, I didn't like yesterday because all the uh, well, the Orioles were on early yesterday, and the day baseball was better than the night baseball last which night. Is, I didn't really like any of that. Which is rare, right? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really love. I, the only thing I really liked a lot yesterday was um, the Guardians, and they lost. Um, so they, they, I hit them live pretty hard, and that fucking that hurt. That hurt my. Yeah, a bit. I liked them a lot yesterday, and they disappointed me. Um, so that was that. Um, I also, um, I liked, uh, the, the Dodgers yesterday. I knew they were going to, I knew they were going to score yesterday. I knew it. I knew it wasn't going to be one of those games where they score six runs in the first and not score. They, they were hitting. Yeah. They were, they hit all night last night. Yeah. So I had a feeling about that. So I went, I went in on that live we hit a lot of that. And then, uh, like, I think, um, uh, Aber killed it again, I think with Otani and, and Wheeler. And then uh, we had some other wins and stuff, so we did pretty good yesterday as a, a company. Um, Otani, man, just gets those strikeouts crazy. Bro, we were talking about it in the chat earlier. Um, the fact that, like, it, it, the Angels are saying that they're entertaining offers for him, and a lot of everyone, a couple people in the chat are like, I don't think he's, they're not going to trade him, it's just for show. But, like, if you sit there and think about it, like, He's got probably a 5 to 10% chance of actually re-signing with them at the end of next season. And they're already paying Trout almost $40 million. So you're not going to just pony up another 45 and take up $90 million of your bankroll, of your payroll, for fucking two players. that And you haven't made the playoffs in how many years? So if you wait until you're out of contention next year, the the haul that you're going to get back is nothing. You're not going to get shit for a half a season of Otani. But if you trade him right now... A season and a half of Otani, that that is very valuable, and it brings the East Coast teams into play because he, before he signed with Anaheim, he said, um, "I want to be on the West Coast." Well, if you have any chance, if you're an East Coast team, if you have any chance to convince Otani that the East Coast isn't that bad, getting him for a year and a half and giving getting a year and a half to make that impression on him means a whole lot fucking more than half of the season or a couple months like they did with Rizzo last year. So if you're the Yankees and you've already tried to recruit him once and it didn't work, dump the fucking farm system and get Shohei Otani and get a year and a half to try and fucking convince him that New York is the place to go. He gives you the top of the top of the rotation arm and he's a fucking left-handed just he he's awesome in Yankee Stadium. So yeah. just I don't understand what the problem is in it, if you're a team like the Mariners with uh you know the with the Ichiro links and all that other stuff. You have to make a move. You have to fucking make a move. Like it's crazy that this guy is potentially on the market, and people are talking about Juan Soto more than Otani. 
Listen, I think um, I think Trout is going to be his career might be over. I'm going to say I'm going to tell you guys. Uh, I'm going to say it now. I think Trout is done. He's got a the back problem is a lot bigger than everybody's saying. Uh, and if it's a bone-on-bone bone condition like you were talking about, Bill, it's only going to get fucking worse. Yep, it's not going to get any better. His, he said his career is not over, but I think it is, bro. It's every time he turns his back like this, and that's a hitting motion, uh, it gets inflammation, and it, it swells up and everything, and he, and he can't move. You get 30, 40 games in a row of doing this four or five times, you know, with, you know, he swings, what, maybe two or three times in that bat. Bro, it's a lot. And for that to happen, that's why he always gets hurt around the same time every year. You know, right before All-Star, right after, around there. It's, it's tough on him, bro. He's a big body, too. He's a big body with a lot of weight. It's uh, not good, bro. Not good. Um, $34 million a year for like eight more years, too. Yep. Uh, he, I think he's done. If I'm that team, you got to eat the Rendon contract, which was a fucking disaster. I forgot about the Red Dog contract, so he's locked up for another five, six years, too. There's no way you can give Otani $40 million. There's no, no way. No, they just got to eat that. Yeah, you can't have three guys making all that money. It's impossible. So, Otani's definitely not signing there. And uh, I would definitely trade him for everything. Listen, he's their only draw right now because Trout's out. It's going to be hard for the fan base to swallow that. So, I don't know what the Angels are going to do, but... You can't let him walk for nothing, though, man. Like you can't, because you you got away with paying paying him nothing for the last four years. But the dude so, makes like six million dollars a year. It's so bad how they had the best player in baseball, Trout, for all this time, and they never won. They never, never won nothing. They never even sniffed it. Fucking bullshit. But like I said, guys, I think his career's over. We'll find out. He may play forty games here, forty games there, and try it. But no, he's done. Um, we saw that last year when he when he when he uh, didn't even try to come back. As soon as I saw him not wanting to come back, I knew he was done. Bro, he was just talking about the World Baseball Classic last week. He's like, "Oh, I'll be back for the World Baseball Classic." Like, you're not, not even talking about the playoffs no, <laughs> or, or like anything at the end of the season. You don't give a shit, dude. You're just talking about next year already. So, 6:40 day, Baltimore at Cincy. I know where you're at, Rackets. Um. I am. I'm on Baltimore, but I'm not on them pregame. Um. And the reason. Wow. Is, uh, I'm not on them pregame. The reason why is because of Kyle Bradish. I think he gives up probably a home run or two early. Uh, there's going to be a better line on them than minus 125. I I guarantee it. So I'm not on them. I'm not on them pregame. Um, probably the fourth or fifth inning, right around the time Bradish will be out of the game, is when I'll be hopping on. All right. Um, yeah, Cincinnati could still put up runs. Uh, this totals nine and a half. Uh, they started their sale yesterday with trading Naquin to the Mets. Uh, yeah, that's a good. That's a good move for the Mets. I like it too. So uh, I think that's a good move for the Mets. But they're starting their sale, uh, their fire sale. So that'll be continuing. Um, so the Cincinnati's only get worse, but they could put up runs. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of on you with that. You know, the Orioles may go down early, and then we might be able to get them at good money. So yeah. I kind of like there's that. A, there's a better line out there than minus one twenty five. Uh, uh, Mets at Marlins. Uh, Mets, I don't like the price on it, though. Um, it's... Uh, so I, I looked at this yesterday, and I'm like, oh, Alcantara. All right. Yeah. Great, but look at the... Look at where he's... What he's done against the Mets. He's pitched against them, I think, three times this year when I looked yesterday, right? Seven innings, six hits, no earned runs last game. Uh, only four strikeouts. Um... The game before that, eight innings, six hits, two earned runs, eight strikeouts. So, uh, I'm sorry, that was our four strikeouts. That was the game before. Four earned runs, seven innings, four strikeouts the other time. So, uh, and in that is he's lost once. He's won twice, lost once against them. So, I don't know. If you're looking at the case for him today, I'd be scared. I wouldn't touch. I love his K-props, too. I always bet him, but I'm not going to bet him today against um, Kansas City. Uh, what do you What do you think about it? Um, I I don't I don't hate it. I it's kind of a toss up for me. Uh, Alcantara has been really he's been amazing. Like he's probably probably top five pitcher in baseball. Um, 
I ha- I don't like targeting him, but I, I can't see the Mets not winning this game in, later on. It's probably a live bet after the fifth or sixth inning. Um, maybe the Marlins have like a one-run lead or something like that, but um, I like the Mets to actually win the game. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that, but I'm not going to hit it. Well, I'm not going to hit a pregame. The total six and a half. Um, maybe no runs in the first. I have to look at Kyle Bassett, though. I don't remember how he how he does in the first inning. I don't know if he's the one who struggles or not. Um, not really sure. Uh, do you do you know do you remember anything on that racket? No, I not without not off the top of my head. No. Uh, yeah. So I'm not really sure on that. I'll have to look into it. Uh, if you join 4D Bets, I will have that information later, and I will give it out if uh, if it is true. Uh, so listen, his last two starts, he hasn't given up a run in the first. So I might do that. Uh, I might I might be on that. Let's see what that is. Um, inning... Those six and a half totals are so tricky, Wow, man. minus 185. Holy Christ. Jesus. That's juicy. Wow. Well, let me see if it's better anywhere else. If anyone sees that better line on that, put it in the chat. Yeah, that, that line. Oof. I am not going to run with that. Maybe no, at that, at that price, I would take the chance on the run in the first. Uh, all right, 156 on on. That's Tampa. not bad. So I'll take That's that. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ev, if you just want to put that in for me real fast. No run in the first on the Mets game, minus 156. All right. Um, let's see. What do we got next? Uh, Kansas City at New York. Here we go. The minus 400 rackets. We already spoke about this. We went over this game. I am not on it. I don't care. Cole's pitching. Royals haven't scored in days, but I'm not laying minus 375 on anybody in baseball. It's disgusting, and I can't take the Royals at plus 290 like Tommy did last week because they haven't scored in three days, and they have no uh, Bobby Witt and no uh, bet attendee now, so... Yeah, this is a hard no bet for me. Um, I said if if the Royals do manage to scrape across a run or two, I'm fine taking the Yankees live at a better, way better number than 400. Um, but there's, I will not pay minus 400 in anything. I don't pay it in baseball. I'm not going to pay it in. If I don't pay it in tennis, I'm not paying it in baseball. So that's that's just how I am. I'm looking for value, and there's no value on that line. Yeah, I'm with you. We went over that. I'm staying away totally. Uh my Phillies, so I hit last night, got him in, and then uh, I was gonna wanted to do the one and a half. I was so pissed when it was eight nothing, and then they ended up winning eight to seven. They scored all these runs in the end of the game. What the hell? Their bullpen's so bad. Phillies, it's... fix your goddamn bullpen every year. Every yep. year their bullpen sucks. Coming into this, over the last like couple weeks, they were actually starting to pitch a little yes. bit better. But last yes. night they were atrocious. Eight and nothing every... brackets. I, I I kept checking back on it because you were you said oh it's eight four oh it's eight six guys guys it's eight seven and I'm like what the fuck is happening over here so I flipped it on and of course as soon as I turned it on they got out of it and ended the game but man they they're the Boston Red Sox like they there's no easy win out of that bullpen like if you it doesn't matter if you have a ten run lead you're still sweating the eighth and ninth inning like clockwork bro that one and a half yesterday looked so great and i missed it and i put in the money line and i'm like fuck man. you were pissed you were pissed yeah. about it. Like, and, was gonna and, take and, the one and a half you know that was you're like oh eight nothing and whatever the fifth inning oh the cruising's over and then they all do let up all these runs it was yep. disgusting bro i like them again today uh what, what do you think about them uh, I like it. The Phillies have been – when their offense is good, it's real good. And right now it seems to be clicking. So I'm, I'm good with them. I, I like the Phillies today too. Yeah. I'm going to – me and Rackets are both on that. Um, I see minus 130. You see any better line, um, Rackets? Mm, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, minus 120 on Fandle. Oh, there you go. Minus 120, yeah. Uh, next one, Cardinals-Washington. Oh man, I the Cardinals are my fucking kryptonite, dude. Like I, every day that I look at them, I'm like, this team looks like they, this. This looks like a good spot for them. This looks like a good spot for them. I do like it's Michaelis today, right? He's pitching. yeah. They got their players back because they're not in Toronto. So yeah, I like Michaelis today. Uh, he's been their best starter all season, in my opinion. Um, so Michaelis day is the only day that I that I'm confident in the Cardinals, but 
they're my kryptonite, dude. Every every time I look at them and say, they're, this is a good spot for them, they come out and score two fucking runs. So I'm on the Cardinals, but tread a little lightly. Don't go heavy on them. Yeah, minus 172, it's a stay away from me. The Nationals have been scoring. Um, you know, they've been not bad lately, their offense. So I'm going to when, stay away. When's the Nationals fire sale start? I, I guess with Soto. Does it start with Soto or does it start I thought, with Josh I Bell? I thought the Mets were going to get Bell. Um, That's a good See, now, I, you know what I think, Bill? I wanted to talk to you about this when you uh, mentioned Naquin. I think the Mets were really heavy into Mancini, and the Orioles told them that they don't think that they're moving Mancini, and that's why they went to Naquin. I think that's what happened because this whole thing with them selling, I don't think they're selling anymore, man. I think I don't think I don't I don't think they're buying, but I don't think they're selling. Well, it's I think crazy they're just going to stand hasn't been, You know, trade deadline's coming up, and there hasn't been many moves. There so, hasn't been nothing. Yeah, so um, – I wanted Bell for the Mets. Um, Switch hitter with power, yeah. Yeah, and he's playing great this year. So that'd be great to put him, you know, with, in the lineup, you know, get another home run bat in there. Um, but the Mets, you know, now they have Naquin, they got Vogel back. I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, I think Man, I think the Orioles told them no on Mancini, and that's why they pivoted to Naquin. I know Uncle Steve. He likes to spend money, and he wants a winner, and he's going after it. And I think they're gonna just keep pitching. Um, you know, they're just going to keep um, um, DeGrom in rehab, keep him down there as long as they can because they don't want to bring him back too early, you know. So if they can keep him down there throwing 60 pitches or whatever, you know, he did let up those two home runs the last time. So people were a little worried. But he's working on pitches. It didn't mean shit. The so Mets should have taken uh, – they should have tried to get Alexis Diaz to – from the Reds, it's Edwin's brother. He's had a really good year out of the bullpen, and he's yeah, he's like their setup man or their closer right now. But uh, he was just coming back off an injury. I thought that that would have been a really nice fit if, since they got Naquin. Anyways, I thought it would have been Naquin and Diaz. You put the two brothers in the bullpen together, and that would have been a really nice fit. But he's still available, I think, too. So if the Yankees would have should have some interest in him because he's he's a good arm. Um, Detroit at Toronto. Um, Alex Manoa is on. Yeah, the this is the other minus three hundred. Um, I am not touching anything with it. The he's Tigers been, have been he's playing been well. He's been pretty good. He's been good lately. Manoa's really good. Um, and that's why I don't want to touch it because if it was any any other other pitchers, I would be on the Tigers today. So yeah, I'm just I'm not, I'm staying away from it. I mean, Rackets, this line's minus three ninety on Fanduel. Minus three ninety, and the Tigers have been scoring. The Tigers are not a pushover anymore. Like, it takes these books a while to adjust, but. The Tigers have ruined a lot of parlays over the last two weeks, and I'm not, I'm not fucking with them. So you know what everybody's going to do today? Yankees minus four hundred five. Yankees um, and Blue Jays. Blue Jays minus three ninety. Um, that comes out to one seventy seven. So some. And then they're going to put like a Dodgers or something in there to get it. Some like people will take that. Let's just see what else is there. Um, let me see the Dodgers. Where's the? Do the Dodgers even? Right, the Rockies. Okay, so yeah, so the Dodgers there with the two thirty that comes out to plus one twenty four. That's the that that's gonna be like, that's the that's the square parlay of the day. That 1, looks like the best parlay of the day, guys. It's bet going it down. Your, bet it at your own risk. I'm telling you, it's going down. There's no chance that thing cashes. The books aren't giving you to start the weekend that win. So no. I don't know. Not not <laughs> not not for me. Yeah, they I'm definitely staying away from that. That's too much. Way too much for me. Um, and on, we talked about it on Wednesday, too, with the Cardinals and the Blue Jays. I said if there was a game that fit the mold of uh, a little bit of a trap at minus 300 or whatever the fuck the Blue Jays were that day because the Cardinals didn't have anybody, Cardinals came out and whooped their fucking ass. Like, don't do it. <laughs> don't fucking do it. I'm telling you, don't do it. Bieber for the Guardians, Springs for Tampa. It's about an even matchup. Um, no play for me. No play for me. Um, I have a little bit of interest in Tampa. Not a whole lot, but uh, if I'm forced to pick something, I'm going Tampa. Brewers uh, at Boston, Woodruff on the hill. Uh, Given a minus well, 172 on the road, that's a lot. Brewers have been scoring, um, but that seems to stay away from me just because I, they screwed me so many times. I, mean, I can't go back to them. I'm with you uh, 100% on the Brewers. Um, they should win this game rather easily, but... Boston's a dumpster fire, man. They're they are legitimately the worst team in the American League East, and it's not fucking close. 
But they have they, three, to... they have three guys who could hit the ball over the fence who are all batting over 300 that could make this game 8 nothing in a matter of minutes. Yep. So 100%. that's why I'm staying away. Yep. Um, Diamondbacks, Bumgarner versus Wright. Uh, the Braves are another big favorite today, minus 220. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't lay 220 against the Diamondbacks at all. They're too, nope. they're too scary. There's there's a few pesky teams in the league right now, and it's it's the Diamondbacks, it's the fucking the Pirates, the fucking Tigers. It's all these shit teams that everyone's like, oh, this team's a, this is an auto win, and they're not anymore. These these teams have decent bullpens, and they're getting wins late in games, and they're scoring runs early. So it's it's not it, this baseball has not been a favorites sport this this season it has not been a favorites you don't bet favorites making money it's not how it's been all season it's not how it's going to be the rest of the season is uh is that what his k's are gc five and a half for manoa um i didn't really look at his strike i don't hate that um he doesn't he's not a big strikeout guy though he he'll have his four or five maybe six strikeouts but He's not that Otani that's going to put up a 10 or 11 in a night. Like, he just doesn't see, have that stuff. Yeah, I see six and a half on Fandle. I definitely wouldn't take six and a half. Yeah, that, that's he did, add, he did have seven last game. Seven, three. Well, that was the that three was the all-star game. Seven, six, seven, five. Five and a half isn't bad. If you could still get five and a half at decent money, I don't, you, I'm don't. i sure you're paying a lot because the six and a half is plus 106. So, I mean, you're going to be paying like 160 or something. Yeah, six and a half is too much. He just he might get it. He might get to seven, but he's not. He doesn't have that big strikeout arm. He pitches more to soft contact. Yeah, so I I would if you want five and a half and you can find it at good money, take it. I wouldn't not lay six and a half on that. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, we did that. Seattle at Houston. Verlander against Ray. Big um, I am. You guys know that I love the Mariners. I am not on the Mariners today. I'm on the Astros. They can't. They they can't seem to beat Houston in Houston. And it's this isn't even a trend anymore. This is like, it's becoming like fact. Like they just don't win in Houston. I think they're like I, one in fifteen or one in sixteen in the last seventeen. They just don't win there. I am on Houston also with you. Uh, pending lineups. I always got to see the lineups with Houston guys. Always got to pay. Check the lineups. Check the lineups. Uh, Rackets and I like Houston a lot, uh, but check the lineups. If everyone's yeah. not in, or you don't, don't know tweet at don't tweet at me later saying, "Oh, you guys didn't make it a play." No yeah. shit, because the lineup was don't, terrible. And and check the lineups. Like if you don't know who the regulars are, just go back to the game before and look who the guy. Pick past couple games, see who the regulars are. Valtuve yeah. and Bregman and uh, Jordan and Guriel aren't there. Don't play it. Like if they if they sit Jordan because of a left on left with Robbie Ray, that might take me off the Astros tonight just just for instance like if they don't play him with the left with the lefty pitcher on the mound that might take me off the Astros uh Oakland at the White Sox Lynn and Caprillion on the mound Tommy's Oakland oh that's Tommy's Oakland A's um it's probably a no bet for me um I lean toward the White Sox but they can't score and I don't really like I don't really like targeting the A's because they're just one of those pesky teams, man. Um, it's a no bet. I'm, I'm, I'm not betting the White Sox unless they face a lefty anymore. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. Can't bet them unless they face a lefty, and I'm not taking Oakland because I don't like them. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy likes them. So if you guys want to follow Tommy, I'm sure you would give that out today, plus one and a half maybe. He might be scared to take the money line. He won't grab his sack and take the money line. Yeah. He'll probably do the one and a half, but I, I'm not doing it. Uh, Dodgers, Dodgers, Rockies. Um, I like the Dodgers. Not paying it at minus two thirty though. Straight. I would put them in a parlay. I would do their team total. They're hitting. The Rockies are not good. Um, but one of those three teams is going to lose tonight. <laughs> if if Fanduels wants to kill you guys, that's what's going to happen. So I don't know what to do. Uh, maybe this might be a team total game for me. Um, but I will be on the Dodgers in some sort. Um, I have I don't really have much interest in anything in this game, honestly. It'll maybe the Dodgers live or something, but I don't like betting them. I don't I don't I don't have good luck with them. And Hoffman made a joke a couple weeks ago, and he's just like Rackets. Every time Rackets bets a favorite, they lose, and it's it's hundred one hundred percent accurate. Like if I bet a minus two hundred, there is one thousand percent fact that they're losing. But I can hit a plus five hundred with my eyes closed. So like I know. I know where I'm good, and I stay where I'm good. And the Dodgers are not it for me. The Dodgers and the Yankees have cost me more money this year 
than th anything. And I've been betting the Orioles every single fucking day. So there you go. Um, Texas against the Angels. The Angels can't score. Um, Texas is pesky. Minus 108 on both sides. I don't like what I see minus 8, 108 on both sides. But the Angels can't score. Um, I'm not betting this game. That's definitely going to be a lie for me. Um, I'm definitely not betting it. I don't like either of those teams. Uh, and right now the Angels can't score. Yeah, I'm 100% with you on that. Um, I have no interest in that at all either. We Otani yesterday at minus 200 was insane. Uh, twins at Padres. Snell's on the mound. I don't like Snell. I never did. Um, Padres, dude, just I can't figure them out. Tati should be back soon. I mean, I don't understand what the hell the guy's doing. Why, how long does it take to fucking heal? Like, what the fuck? Dude, um, he he just took batting practice the other day. So, yeah. so who knows? Uh, it took seven months for that. And I hate betting against Minnesota because they could score. They could put up some runs. So I'm not on that either. Uh, and the last game, the Cubs versus San Francisco. I was on the Cubs last night. They let me down. They did score two. I had them on over one and a half. Uh, but... The Giants are just a mess, and uh, I thought the Cubs were going to score last night. I thought they were going to put up five runs and win that game. They just didn't. They didn't hit. They got shut down, and uh, that game's a complete mess now. So I don't know. Yeah. I the Wisdom Cubs was again. the only one that Wisdom was the only one that hit anything last night. Um, yeah. I like the Cubs tonight. I, me and you are have not been on the Giants all season. I'm going to keep targeting them. They have. There's nothing there. I don't like that team at all. Yeah. I mean, I may bet the Cubs. I may not. I'm going to wait. Uh, it's the last game of the night, so we'll see. But I do like the plus money. Um, yep. And that's it on the baseball slate, F. Cool. Do we have Mr. Constantino? We do. Let's see if he comes in sideways or not. Rackets, if you need to go, you can leave. Buddy. Yeah, I got I to gotta bounce. Uh, no. We'll see you guys. I'll be in the Discord later tonight. And, yeah, let's got to fucking win some baseball tonight. That's all. Yep. All right, bud. Take it easy. See you guys. What's up, Mike? What's up, fellas? Not much. This is this is like the Brady bunch, but we're missing Mr. Brady. <laughs> oh, he died. Oh man. So I guess you haven't heard from him. He asked me a articulate question about Amanda Nunes last night after he summoned me in and then he never replied and that was it. He was he was gone. Yeah. He, he just left. Oh, well, I hope I answered the Amanda Nunes question. Uh yeah, you did. You did. Good, man. Good. Fun card tomorrow. A lot of high drama at the weigh-ins today. Two people missing weight. Juliana Pena making everyone hold their breath until three minutes before the maximum time allotment. And then she comes in smiling and weighed under the limit by, you know, a half a pound. So um, with the clothes on, too. So it wasn't even like she was struggling. So a lot of interesting factors here, Bill. And we're going to break that down tomorrow on the Expanded Voice Show even more. I just got off the phone with a couple people out there and have some interesting takes and looking forward to sharing them, you know, with our subscribers. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm worried about that fight. Like I am, I just, uh, I just don't know. I don't know, man. I could just see a Nunez just like, I don't know. I could see her losing. Um, well, she but, did already. And you like, we touched on, you know, if her head is right and she wants it, no one's beating her. Um, and we saw that she beat literally everybody, including Cyborg and Rousey and Tate and Holm and uh, everyone. I mean, Valentina Shevchenko twice. I mean, um, you know, no one's beating her if she wants it and she's hungry and her head's right, you know, and uh, only she can answer that, you know, whether she really still wants it or not, you know, and um, I have some good intel on it, you know, and a strong lean, you know, and we'll get into that for the subs. But I do have a good free bet here today, but let's not. Bury the lead, man. Dana White Contender Series, week one of Ooh, 10. You killed it. 10 weeks in a row on Tuesday nights. And we came out of the gate smoking hot. We swept the board 4-0. Uh, we won just under 13 units on a Tuesday night with that. And I really like these up-and-coming fighters. And this one had more of an international flair on it. But the upcoming ones, I, I know most of the promoters across the country and have really good information on a lot of these fighters if I don't know them already. So I'm excited about that. And, Bill, I know you are. You like to bet the you know World Series of Fightings and Bellators, which I kind of stay away from, as you know, for the most part. But I do love me some Dana White Contender Series. Yeah, man. That, uh, Dana, he, like, made it, he made it clear to them at the end when – uh, he's giving out the contracts. Uh, I know he only gave out one. He's like, be Joe, Pfe be Joe Pfeiffer. 
Don't say Biden. You were going to say Biden, weren't you? Yeah. He's Joe Pfeiffer. Uh, He's the one who knocked him out. He had energy. The guy said he was going to be homeless, and he got it done, and he was very exciting, and I loved it. And uh, Dana's just like, that was it. Mic drop. Just be him. So that was great for that kid. Uh, It was a great fight. He was a dog. Uh, You called it, and he won. Uh, Knockout. So, I mean, that was great. I made a lot of money on that. I hit every one of your face. I love betting on those smaller things like you know the bellator the other stuff like yeah. you said and uh as soon as i saw you put plays out i was so excited so and we killed I like fight pfeiffer i think he's very very good you know he's a local kid um very tough very well-rounded and then even off that injury i mean to rehab back is hard and i didn't even know his backstory about no mom no dad no brother mm-hmm. no sister no grandmother no aunt no uncle and that kid is just fucking hungry but he also took his game to the next level i mean if you're in the Philly area, I mean, you train with the best team, right? So the Daniel Gracie team, I don't want, I don't want to minimalize and say the best team because there's a lot of good teams down there. The Martinez brothers, Daniel Gracie, um, but they really are creating something special, you know, by Daniel Gracie and you know bringing in John Marquez to help with the MMA. They're undefeated in the UFC, bunch of killers, and that's where Pfeiffer went. You know to prepare for this fight so he was training with you know sean brady and sabatini and petrosky and all these killers and you can see that the kid really really wants it um i'm gonna try to bring him on the show i reached out to his manager uh who i know and see what happens they're still out in vegas i think and you know you're still riding that high and i'm sure everybody's yeah. beating down his door but we had on chris Dawkins last week it was a lot of fun um I'm the connection for this week, being that I, you know, used to manage and corner Amanda Nunes. So I feel comfortable talking about that fight, and we kind of touched on it, and we're going to save some of that for our subs. But I do have a good bet here that I just placed before coming on the show, and I sent it at everyone in our Discord for all our members, and it's already posted in my hashtag. So I got down early on it, and um, it's a two-fight parlay. And if you want to get right into it, Mr. Bill Rupp, yeah, uh, go ahead. We, we will. Um, so they're both main card fights here, and I was able to take two favorites that I like, and I put them together to get back plus 130. So um, I did rank this as a two-unit bet for our subscribers. So for the sake of the free play here on the show, we'll call it a double punch. So in the past, I've given out generally just a bet, which is a standard one unit, and I have gone as high as only two times in my life, a 10 unit bet. And they were both released here for free on the show. But uh, we have released, you know, double plays and whatnot. And this one will be. So we have a double play parlay here. And the first leg of it is uh, Pantoja, you know, a fighter I really, really like. He's 24 and five. Um, he's never been finished. So he fought, you know, 29 times and he fought top of the division guys and he's never been stopped. So right off the bat, I like a fighter that's going to fight for our money. Um, never been stopped, went the distance, really high level black belt in jujitsu, very good striking, very athletic. Um, I really like everything about him. And then on the other side, we have one of our cell signals. So, um, I have a lot of, you know, different indicators that I like to bet in fights. And one is a guy coming off, you know, an extended break and it's not as, you know, that long, but it's still long enough where we have uh, Alex Perez coming back who historically struggles to make weight. Um, he did make weight you know, uh, on this fight, but um, he has been finished. He's been finished five times and four of those times he's been submitted. Um, so I really like this matchup here for P- Pantoja. I, I believe more well-rounded, um, you know, fought better guys, better wins in the division, never been stopped, black belt in jiu-jitsu and a clear path to execute his jiu-jitsu versus somebody who's been submitted four times. Um, so the first leg of our parlay is going to be Pantoja. And then we're going to come back on the back end with Brandon Moreno, another fighter who I really, really like. Um, we just saw him come off three consecutive fights with Davison Figueredo, who is the best fighter in the division, right? You know, he lost, uh, I'm sorry, he beat uh, Figueredo the first time. Then there was uh, a draw, or I'm sorry, I got it the other way around, one way or the other, I don't have my screen open, hold on. What did they do first? Did they draw first or, let's test your knowledge, Bill Rupp, do you know? Do not, I don't, I do know who Brandon Moreno is though. Yeah, another fighter I really, really like. yeah, so he drew. The first first fight was a draw. Then they ran it back. Figueroa won. Um, very close fight. And then they ran it back again. I'm sorry, uh, Moreno won. And then they ran it back again. Figueroa won, took the belt back. Now they're not fighting. Uh, Moreno has since accused 
uh, Figueroa of being scared to fight him again. But again, we saw it three times. No one's going to complain if they fight again. But Moreno did switch camps for this fight. And now he's training with James Krause, um, who I like, but I, I'm not really a huge fan of a lot of camp switching. But um, I think he's got the skill. Now, this is a rematch. They're running this back. They have fought before. They fought in December of 2019. And Moreno did win the fight. Um, Overall, Kai Kara France is not a fighter I'm very high on. Um, of course, he's good, but he's a low volume output fighter. He doesn't really offensively wrestle a lot, and he has decent power. I think Moreno's going to have a significant advantage here on the ground, and um, he's going to have a, a three inch height and also a one inch reach advantage on the feet. And he's got very good striking as well. It's also of note, it's a five round fight. Um, and I think over to five rounds, that'll really favor Moreno here. And if he doesn't like what's going on on the feet, I believe he will initiate the takedown and get the fight to the ground. So I, I do think he has him covered everywhere. Um, and I feel pretty confident about it. And that's why I rolled it out early as a personal bet and for our subscribers and releasing it as a double punch parlay here on State Cashin. So our official free play is Pantoja and Moreno plus 130 I got on DraftKings. And that's the best line that I saw out of all the books I play at. And I'm a big proponent of having multiple outs and shopping around because other spots I had 112, 120, 125, but 130 I just got on DraftKings right before the show. So it's still hanging there. That's the free bet. Why, uh, why is that a five round fight? It's an interim title. Mm. And for everybody who doesn't know, what does that mean? Well, you know, uh, it, it's a temporary belt until they can unify it between the champion. And the UFC uses this weapon in many ways. Like, they actually used it as a weapon against Nganyu to force him to fight. They put an interim title, if you recall, and then Gagne won, then they fought. Um, they use it as a negotiation leverage if they feel because the fighter is out too Figueroa, long. Figueroa is the champion, right? Figueroa, yeah. Because something happened, right? I remember something happened, right? In that fight. He's saying injury, and that's part of the reason that Moreno's, uh, you know, calling bullshit on it. Gotcha. But, you know, you never know. Um, but interim belts, they happen a lot. They're fun when they happen to a degree because then you get a unification bout. Um, and then they're not fun when people don't like it. I think it was Justin Gaethje won one once and he threw the belt on the floor, which is pretty cool. Um, but it did happen. They happen often, but they're used in different ways. So I'm excited for this card. This card's going to be a fun card. We have, you know, 13 fights. We're going to get the prelims on ESPN Plus and Fight Pass. Then we're going to get the main, uh, the main prelim card on Big ESPN and ABC Network Television. And then we have a pay-per-view at night. So this is my absolute favorite time of year, like August and like October, two of my favorite months. So here we have August kicking off my favorite little run of weather and beer and food and all the great things out there and football, you know, so I, I just can't wait. So I'm very excited. A lot of good stuff happening over at 4Deep. We have a lot of great specials. If you go now, we have an end-of-year special, which is an absolute bargain, great price. You get everything, every single sport, heavily discounted. I highly recommend signing up. Get in for tomorrow. I, I want to pay this with UFC tomorrow. That's going to be my goal. What? Where is this at, this one? This is in Dallas, Texas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and if there's any fights that you want to question on, I'd be happy to, um, you know, go over them, Bill, because I know you have a good knowledge um, on UFC, and you actually bet them. And Evan, of course, same with you. I mean, you know the sport. You play the sport. So if you guys have any fights in particular, I'd be happy to elaborate. The only one, like I said, the only one that I, I was uh, inquiring was the Amanda fight because Tommy is so adamant that she's going to just go in and destroy. I mean, he is putting her in every parlay. Uh, and he's not even doing it just for her to win. He thinks it's happening inside the distance, like knockout or submission. So, yeah, he, I mean, it I should, it should, but keep in mind, what was my X factor that I said last night? It's not the skill sets, right? It, it, it's the mental factor yeah. and the cardio. That's what I was saying. I just think the mental, I don't know. I did, Something when she gave an interview the other day, just about like, what happened last fight that she wasn't ready and she was fifth only 50 percent something just rubbed me the wrong way plus her switching camps like it just got me it, it, as a gambler it just got me like you know just like you're making all these excuses of what happened last time just, just keep your mouth shut you lost and now go out and fight and prove it like 
But I just don't like when people make excuses. I think she was making excuses. And uh, I can't wait for the fight. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you on that. I do don't like when fighters make excuses post-fact, but sometimes it is the truth, right? So in this in particular instance, if you recall, Bill, I think you were the one that broke the info that no, no, was you heard Amanda wasn't Tommy. training, remember? It was Tommy. Yeah, one of you guys did, and it was actually good info because she was limited training, but yeah. it was due to injury. Um, so I do want to put that out there, and she was advised to pull out of the fight, and she did not. And the irony here is... One of the reasons is she didn't want an interim belt put into her division. So she claims, you know, that she got into the fight for that reason, not at 100%. And I I don't doubt that. But also when you do win so much and you get complacent, now Amanda's making multi-millions, you know, per year. And to your point, Bill, um, you know, she did switch camps, but she actually opened her own spot. Um, I like it, but I don't like it at the same time. I don't ever like when a fighter you know, just starts to drive their own bus, you know, and it happened with me, you know, you know, even as a trainer where I'd say to somebody, come, we're doing pad work at 10 a.m. and then we're sparring on Wednesday at 12. And then their answers are, well, I want to do strength and conditioning today. And then I don't want to spar tomorrow because it's too crowded or vice versa. Like when that starts, it's just my bells going off. And I'm not saying that that happened here, you know, with Amanda, because there's plenty of fighters that do go out on their own. Remember that early run by Cowboy Cerrone, you know, Cerrone, when he broke away from Greg Jackson and he went and he opened up the BMF ranch, the bad motherfucker mm. ranch, you know, very early prior to the UFC, Paul Felder, you know, who used to fight for us at Cage Fury, you know, went out there and trained with him and he came back and he's like, these guys are fucking legit. Like, you know, they're just training and eating and running and surfing and hiking. So there are situations when people People do that and it works. Um, I have the confidence in Amanda that her pride, you know, as the best female fighter, you know, she lost that fight. It's a blip on our radar. And if you look back when she lost last, I mean, that's when she ripped off this whole run. Um, so I, I do think that she's going to be prideful and come in here and skill set wise, Bill and everyone, she's way better in every area. I mean, she's got better striking. She's more powerful, better wrestling, better jujitsu. You know, she just needs to have the better cardio, you know, in order to get that done. I think she's going to come out. I think she's going to be more patient. I think she's going to preserve her gas tank a little more. Um, and once she gets punched in the face and shakes the cobwebs a little bit, I think that we're going to see the old Amanda, you know, turn on and really, you know, put it on Pena, you know, who has lost to inferior competition. Well, if anybody knows, it's you, right? You were uh, with her for those years. So she know. was out here in New Jersey for, you know, a bit. And we posted some footage and our, uh, discord last night which was pretty cool because people are asking about her and i said you know i used to pair her with my pro 125 135 pound male champion fighters and she used to beat them up so i used to have to move her up a little bit and at that time i had jamie varner you know in town with me and he was the former wec champion 155 pound fighter real heavy hands and at the time he had to be like 195 and amanda's a killer she's like i want to spar him and they sparred and there's like a clip on youtube if you google it put like jamie varner versus amanda nunez ama fight club which is my gym and um you'll see they were kind of putting it on each other and that's just like I don't know, 10 to 30 seconds of like three rounds, but they were fucking banging. So she ain't afraid. She is tough. So that's why I say, man, when she's on mentally, there's no girl that's beating her. And you saw it, Rousey, Cyborg, Cupcake, you know, Shevchenko twice. I mean, you know, what else is there to say? That is awesome. Um, One more question. A couple people in the chat wanted to know about the Derek Lewis fight. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, I do. Um... It's a knockout or bust, right? The fight inside the distance, the line is ridiculous, but I do not think that this fight sees the judges' scorecards. Derek Lewis looked good. I mean, he looked very lean, and he historically, when he loses, bounces back with a win. I think there was only maybe one time in his career where he lost two in a row. But he is refocused. He's fighting in his home state. Uh, His home city is Houston, but this is in Dallas. And um, Pavlovich has been knocked out. I mean, he's knocked out before, and that's what Derek Lewis does. So if you are going to play the Derek Lewis side, and that's the side that I currently lean on, you really just want to play the knockout prop or the double chance, right? So right now, knockout is plus 155 on FanDuel. I just had it up on my screen. And the inside the distance double chance, which you also get the submission, is plus 135. 
So a lot of times when it's like that tight, and I know Derek Lewis only has one submission, but for the 20 cents, you might want to yeah. take the extra path. But I don't see Derek Lewis winning a decision, right? So I do think if he wins, it's by knockout. So you take the 155. And if he loses, he's going to lose anyway, and you just lose the minimum, which is a one-unit bet or an even money bet. So if you like the Lewis side, you got to play it by knockout or double chance, which I do favor for right now, and I do favor Derek Lewis. All right, awesome. There you go. Join uh, 4D Bets, guys. Mike will be going over all the fights tomorrow uh, afternoon, sometime in the afternoon. Um, yeah, we do a live uh, voice chat. And right after the show, I'm actually going to be a guest with Gorgeous George and the Goes over at uh, MMA Junkie Radio. Uh, there you USA go. Today owned. Yeah, but um, I don't think it's going to be live. That's why I haven't promoted it. I think it may even be behind their paywall. I'm not, not certain, but it's going to be video. Um, and last time I did this, he did give me the clip. So for our subscribers, I'll drop that in there. And for those of you that don't know, um, Gorgeous George and uh, Goes, they're long time mainstays on mmajunkie.com they broadcast mma junkie radio out of the mandalay bay sportsbook in las vegas i have been a guest on the show countless times you know with big name fighters comedians joey coco diaz was on with me one day you know jim miller of course my guy you know demetrius johnson you know <laughs> friends and real fun experience so i'm looking forward to that and these guys have crazy knowledge i mean they have every awesome. they're like ariel hawani to a degree like every fighter goes into you know their studio and goes live so i i can't wait to hear what they have to say about some of these fights as well yeah great yeah i can't wait to hear it uh tomorrow uh in our discord guys join up sign up we're gonna we're right now baseball's getting into the ladder things football's coming we're killing it nascar mike's killed mma the other day and now we have Tuesday and Saturday, Mike, right? So oh, wait, yeah, 10, 10, 10 weeks in a row. I mean, like I said, this is my season, UFC yeah. and NFL. I can't wait. For those of you that don't know about NFL, I've been gambling for a long time, and we have the absolute greatest NFL show. It's called The Roundtable, and we have the greatest minds participating. I mean, Evan and Bill, who are on this show, Rackets, Night Ghost, Tommy G, Healy. And guess what? We brought on more talent since last year. And I know Ghost is kicking around the idea of actually doing video this year. And I'm super duper excited for that show. And we've took down a lot of money last year on like different flyers and GOAT, of course, I can't leave him out. Um, but you have to get signed up, and now's the best time, obviously, because of the early bird and rest of the year deal. So uh, hope to see you all in there. And, and if then, you do join and hit me up in the Discord, send me a, um, a direct message, and you know we can talk during my live breakdown show tomorrow, and I'll make a point of it and awesome. answer any questions, of course. Ev, what are you doing with the um, with the DFS still? You still you decide to do it, or what are you doing? Yeah, we'll keep doing some DFS content here and there. Uh, first first video didn't get very many attention so very much attention it's so early, if you want it's still it's still early still your meme video did or your meme picture did though huh like oh three, yeah 400 the, likes yeah the one of trump and uh lebron <laughs> that's pretty cool and guys if, if you're on tiktok you gotta follow stay cash on tiktok too evan does a great job over there. i just posted yeah. a banger by the way the first look at uh the seattle seahawks in 2022 so uh oh all right i'll go check that out yep yeah, yeah, I love it. I, Evan's TikToks. I'm on TikTok all day. I love it. I um, love the fact that you guys are into UFC now, too. Because, you know, when we first started, um, you know, we launched two years ago, and it was right in the middle of football. So UFC kind of got lost in the shuffle, and we started to build, like, a nice base, you know, of our subscribers who really enjoy UFC. And I've been expanding the content as well. I've been getting asked a lot for DFS. So now at the end of our live voice show, which is basically I put out the UFC betting blueprint, which is a write-up on every fight with my bets, analysis and I release what I play real time. Uh, and I also play DFS and I used to just touch on it, but now at the end of the voice expanded show, I do a rundown where we talk about, you know, the top of the uh, price fighters, the lower, the middle value. So we're starting to expand that coverage as well. So, um, and Bill with NASCAR too, all these other yep. sub sports. So we got it all covered over there for 4D bets. Yeah, guys, join now. Got the specials going. Just go to the website, 4dbets.com, sign up. Uh, great, great job, Mike. Uh, Ev. Any final words from you? Uh, we were speaking about Joey Diaz a minute ago. A friend of the program, Chris Camozzi, was just on Joey's podcast. So if you like oh, Chris, uh, go go check out the new podcast, Uncle Joey, Uncle Joey's Joint. I'm going to check that out. And a funny story about that, um, 
I told you I was out in Vegas at that point and it was during the UFC. So we were in fight week and they had a huge audience. And at the time they were broadcasting on serious radio. And I remember telling my mother, my girlfriend at the time, my girlfriend at the time told her mother, everybody tuned in because it's not in their car on the fucking radio. Mm-hmm. And Joey Diaz was just as vulgar as Joey Diaz can be about pussy, you know, all the worst shit you can say. And I just remember sitting in the studio going, oh my God, my mother-in-law, my mom are listening to this. And it's actually archived, I think on the internet. I got to pull it up, um, but it's fucking, we, he's great. We, he's we missed him. We missed him by a day at the, at Tommy's uh, live event. Yeah. Like, yeah. Week, over oh, at uh, the Dojo the East. Day. Yep. Yeah, great comedy well. house owned by my uh, dear friend, Mike Romanelli. Um, great, great time over there. And uh, that'll happen again. I think Tripoli's coming back. Uh, September maybe or yeah, yeah he's coming to Saratoga. Oh, is he really? Yeah, I'm oh, nice. check it out. Cocksuckers. Um, Mike, <laughs> any final words? Yeah, get signed up, get in there. It's not even just about the picks. You, you, you know, it's the thoughts and analysis from every one of our handicappers. You know, you I make mean, what, ultimately the end judgment, but we provide information to make the best judgment. So um, a lot of tools, a lot of value, and now's the time to take take advantage of that. I mean, once everybody left the chat last night, I think Aber and Iconic were in there for like an hour or two. And Aber was going over like everything he's been doing. He's been killing these K-props and he went over his whole strategy. So that was great. Yeah, I was in there for a long time. I was watching movie, but I was listening on the phone also. And uh, yeah, he he gave out a whole shitload of knowledge yesterday. And uh, like he even said, he's learning too as it goes. Everybody, we're always, everyone's learning. So as we go along, guys, everyone. That was that was actually good. And the funny part was, Aber, you know, somebody pointed it out. I think Brian Rowe or or C Duff maybe. Um, he went from like stumbling drunk to like dialed in like it was insane. Like five seconds. It was a switch. He was like, I thought he was crying at one point. He was so drunk. (laughs) He fits in perfect with our circus, doesn't he? Yeah, and then he was focused, and him and Iconic were just going back and forth. It was nuts. So, yeah, it was yeah, fun. Guys. So you never know what you're going to get in the voice chat. Even me, when I tuned in, Bill, when you when you tagged me in, I mean, I heard Tommy. It sounded like he was walking on the street. Bro. So that's why I'm like, I was buying cigarettes or something. I have so no idea where he back home. I haven't spoken to him. I don't know. I called him. I haven't heard from him. No idea. So. You never know what you're going to get. We'll Before see him on Tuesday. <laughs> we'll see him on Tuesday. Yeah. All right, guys, yeah. join up, and that's it. And uh, nothing else. So let's go! Good job today, guys, covering. All right, let's win.